Dr. Jean Retief is a human rights consultant and attorney. She's the founder of Figgy Beauty. She is the creator of the Figgy blog. They're celebrating life successes, failures, wins, and losses. Welcome, Jean. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm excited yeah. to be here. Excited to have you on. Tell us a little about your personal lives, more about your work, and why you do what you do. Uh, I was originally, well, my uh, expertise is in international human rights and criminal law, and I have a consultancy based on that. But after I was diagnosed with panic disorder and having to deal with uh, a bunch of trauma in my childhood, I didn't deal with well, it all kind of came crashing down and I had to make really, really difficult decisions about how I was going to manage my life and my lifestyle and get back into a good space and I had all of this knowledge of how to build practical uh, human rights programs, but I was always being barred by kind of the diplomacy and the red tape and the politics and the bureaucracy. And I needed to find a space where I could have peace. So I decided to marry those two, take what I know works really well, community that I know is struggling, other women like me and create this platform where we can all just come together to not be okay. <laughs> I can only imagine the amount of frustration that one would face when trying to deal with international human rights. So I imagine that's a, <laughs> that, that what you went through is, is unique, but not uncommon. Yeah, for sure. And I was very much focused in the African development community and the African regions. So the struggles there are just so, so much more. And there are just so many roadblocks and um, so much kind of diplomacy to work through. It's hard to get to the practical outcomes of what you're trying to achieve. Um and with Figgy, what I love is that it's on my time, it's on my agenda, it's with my own money. So I get to call the shots and to say, listen, I know this works. Let's do it this way. Let's integrate it this way. And, and I'm not constantly being barred by all of that outside noise. And I imagine that it certainly makes sense. And that's something that I think that we all desire and and want strive for is control in a very i think all of us regardless of where we're at and the work that we're doing feel like a lot of our lives are out of our control yeah that's very true and when i was diagnosed with panic disorder that was even more so for me because i mean a huge part of that is feeling out of control and feeling like you don't know what's going on around you and you're not in control of your body and your emotions so that that made it even worse so to be able to create a space where i can recognize that this is what's happening to me this is how i am wired this is how i need to deal with things now just grants me so much peace and it's such a cathartic experience for me i've been i think a, a good amount about I, I think about our ability to um, respond um, to how how we think, act, and behave in, in in regard to how we respond to things. That's that's we 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 have control over that. I don't have control over what happens to me, but I do have control over those things. Um, with Figgy, part of what you're doing is is skincare, 
how did you, yeah. you you could look at the whole universe of things how did you settle on skincare I needed to create something when I stepped away from my human rights consultancy I wanted to make sure that I was still challenging myself um to learn something new to do something integrative integrative and I had a lot of issues with my diagnosis because I hit it. It didn't fit into a professional environment to tell people I have a problem with anxiety. And as part of that, one of my biggest symptoms is really sensitive skin. So I thought that I've always loved skincare. I love to go back to school again, as crazy as that sounds. <laughs> and I want to create something that speaks to my diagnosis and who I am now and the acceptance of that and help others that are going through the same. So that's why I'm saying and always say the skincare is so part and parcel of it because it's really just a symptom of my diagnosis and trying to help out with those little things that can make a big difference. I imagine we can we can hide how 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 it is we're feeling and and the way we act and we carry ourselves but our skin although i've not thought a lot about it it gives us away oh yeah for sure and for me um my symptoms usually are scratching itching burning a lot of redness breakouts um i really have a lot of problems especially when I'm about to have a panic attack or when I've been through a especially anxious time. Um, and I'm not a doctor at all, but how it's been explained to me by my healthcare professionals is it's those rising, rising cortisol levels, you know, and that bursting through your bloodstream and to your skin. And it's just activating all of those nervous systems and sending all these signals. So you're always so uncomfortable and, uh, your skin is your biggest organ, so you know when it doesn't. <laughs> when something is going wrong, it's going to let you know for sure. So. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's also it it really does affect your self confidence because it's really your window to the world. So if you're waking up in the mornings and you have this really blotchy red face and you're scratching and you're itching and you're flaking, it just doesn't make you feel good, you know? And then you're also dealing with all of your, whatever you're going through with your mental health, with your family situation. So to have these small parts of our days that can make you feel better is a huge lifesaver for somebody like me. Yeah, I appreciate that. So was was there a moment where you just said i i i need to literally need to make this change i need to start doing something for myself that launched the blog was it just culmination tell me a little bit about that and then how did you make yeah. the jump because that's a nervous anxious thing to do is to start a new company yeah so it was a culmination of things i call it the breaking <laughs> because uh, we just moved to portugal and the idea was for both of us, my husband and I, to kind of translate our businesses here. For him, it worked out really well because he had already actually done that. He just needed to to open an office here. For me, it didn't translate that well because it was during COVID. I'm a new citizen in a new country. I work in human rights. Everybody giving funding and fees and donations stopped because they needed to look after their own people, which is understandable. Um, 
So I was dealing with a really big identity crisis because I went from being Dr. Jean-Marie Retief to just a wife. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just we all have our own identities and how mm -hmm. we feel. And that was a really difficult thing for me to come to terms with. And then my panic disorder just came to a really bad space and I was having a series of migraines. We thought I was having, I was having strokes. I had to go for MRIs. So I really had no choice but to stop and to say, okay, everything I'm doing right now is not working. Like I cannot continue to do this. I can't continue to mourn something that's already lost. I can't continue to place myself in this bubble of who I thought I was and I'm not this person anymore. I can't continue to ignore all of these struggles I'm having. And um, that's how Figgy was born. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm sorry that you went through that. I'm, I'm glad that you've come out the other <laughs> side. It's how, how long did it take? You're, you, you essentially go back to school. You, you, you learn all this new stuff. You learn about doing business on the internet and you learn about skincare, even though you had skin before, it doesn't mean that you were an expert in skincare. And even if you were using skincare products, which I'm sure you weren't, doesn't mean you knew how to make them. Yeah, that's true. And also I had a really big chip on my shoulder because I was never good at chemistry or science. It just was not <laughs> at all what, what my natural abilities were. So it was a huge change to go back and do this. And it took me a better part of four years, almost four years, um, because I really wanted to know what I was talking about. And I wanted to be able to question things and say if I don't agree with something. Um, and also, I came from a service-based industry into a product-based industry, which is completely different. I mean, I had to learn about um, G10 codes and cosmetic regulations and shipping and distribution and 3PLs, like things that I've never heard about in my life that I all of a sudden needed to understand how to do. And place with that, I'm a South African living in Europe. I needed to figure out how does that work in terms of opening a business and having a company. And so it was a lot to kind of try and navigate and I made a lot of really, really big mistakes, but I'm still very glad I did it. Fascinating. I I mean each one of those I'm I'm sure is 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 worthy of a long conversation. So <laughs> we come out the other end and <clears throat> um how many how many products do you do you market now? Um, we have a regimen of four products because uh, it's for sensitive skin. I wanted it to be taken back to a really minimalist approach because the first thing you do is throw out everything and go back to the basics just to get yourself into a good place again. And then we have two additional beautiful products in the works at the moment that's going through the testing phases um, and that we're just kind of fine tuning and hoping to release early next year. Well, I think that that's really exciting. Um, <clears throat> do you, are you as passionate, more passionate as you were with your human rights work? Is it similar? Is it different? You know, actually, my husband and I had a really long conversation about this during our recent holiday. And I was telling him that 
the passion is for sure the same, but the challenges are different because with Figgy, I went into such a personal space. Even with my blog and my podcast, I share a lot of really personal things in my journey and the trauma that led to this diagnosis. So it's really difficult to separate your business from your personal life because with my human rights consultancy, my business was my business. My personal life was my personal life. But this is so integrated because I talk about my personal life. It's part of what I went through. So it's it's been a challenge to kind of find that balance. But what keeps me positive about it is the fact that I'm realizing that I'm not alone. There's a community of people like me out there. It It gets easier to talk about things as you go on. And it doesn't seem like this monster in the closet. So those things are a very big relief to me. Um, but I'm sure as you go through any kind of business, you'll always have new things that you kind of have to figure out and have to stop and say, okay, well, I didn't didn't think about it this way. I'm going to have to fine tune this a little. It's 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 really interesting when 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 you're doing your human rights work. I imagine you're not advocating for yourself. You're specifically advocating for other human beings. That is very true. Yeah, and. This, the problem was that my trauma was based on childhood sexual abuse and, and young adult abuse. And I went into human rights dealing with these issues because I think I always thought, okay, I am making a difference and I'm helping myself by helping these people. And all of a sudden, now it's on me. <laughs> and I'm talking about my own experiences and you kind of turning the lens around and looking back, um, and that can be a really challenging experience. Yeah, immense. I was going to say new learning. I think that that's probably yeah. an accurate term, but it is. I, a, it's difficult to talk about yourself, and if you're not accustomed to it, it feels weird. But then you get yeah. better at it and you become more comfortable to your point and then you get good at it. So uh, but going through that transition is not easy. Yeah, I know for sure. And I mean, one of the biggest challenges for me and Figgy was understanding how this whole social media e-commerce thing works, because with product based things, especially in the beauty space, social media is such a huge driver, uh, marketing driver. and posting stories and everything was so uncomfortable to me because I don't like to share myself like that. And I don't like to share my life like that. Um, it's a, it's a really different mindset that you kind of have to have and how you navigate that and still have a good sense about yourself and who you are and, and just your mental health, you know? For sure. <clears throat> when you're talking about self-care, you need to make sure you're being mindful of your own self-care so you don't, you know, <laughs> do too much or, I, I, you know, it's it's threading the needle for sure. Yeah, exactly. And so I think I, from my understanding, part of what you're doing is you're helping to create a space and 
for for people to be comfortable sharing what's working, what's 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 not working, wins and losses, and and all those things that we're experiencing. So going through what you've just described and potentially helping other people to do the same. Yeah, that's right. Because one of the biggest uh, barriers to my healing journey, for me personally, was all of this self help advice out there. It's so good to have direction, but I am such a perfectionist and I would launch into this thinking I need to do it exactly right. I need to always be positive. If I need to meditate, I need to do this. And when I eventually relapsed or wasn't able to do it, I was so down on myself. So, and I know so many other women in, in my field and in my age from my previous experience that feel the same. It's just such an enormous amount of pressure that sometimes it's just okay to be truthful and honest. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes life is just hard. And sometimes things happen for you. And sometimes they happen against you. And just to have that community of people that are there to support you through that is such an immense blessing. I appreciate that. And to have the ability to, to care for your skin and yes. to feel like you have control over that, I think is an awesome thing. So, Jean, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they learn more about what you're doing with Figgy? Thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, they, the easiest way is to go to Figgy Life, F-I-G-G-I life.com. There you'll find links to the blog, the podcast and the store. You can also go to figgy.eu. That's the US store as well. And there's a nice summer sale we have going on at the moment. And um, if you use the coupon code welcome, you'll get a 15% discount. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Gene your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to figgylife.com. It's F-I-G-G-I-L-I-F-E.com. And also check out figgy.eu. And check out all the things that we've been talking about today and use the discount code WELCOME for 15% off. Thanks again, Gene. Thank you. Until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best. <laughs>